better this week uh, I'll just get really close to the microphone and um, now it's I have to talk like this this is this is the only way for me to uh, make it so that I don't you just sound like Garko voice. now Garko 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 where's the I need to find the <laughs> no. sound Need to find the sound clip, Garko. Oh, That's the wrong one. Garko. <laughs> Are you in it? Garko? There yes, we go. It's me. I'm here. Anybody who hasn't listened to a show like three years ago doesn't oh, know who we're talking about. This the is the guy you so hear at the beginning of every episode, the one who introduces Kyle and I. Here are your hosts, Kyle and Kenny. Garko? Yes, and also a really, really deep cut disney reference so anyway doesn't mm-hmm. matter hey uh it's it's getting hot in here so hot that there's lots of heat <laughs> i am getting so hot i am oh. turning into fire oh that's a hot dog yeah it's really heating up here on the west coast um are you what's what's the plan? How many popsicles do you have in your arsenal? Um, how frequently will you be dunking your mattress in the pool? <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> well, you need to soak it. You need to make sure that the mattress is fully soaked first in order to. Is this is this like reverse waterbed? What is this? Toilet. It's the. <laughs> What what you need what you're trying to do is just <laughs> uh, my fear my fear wick. is that if I have a like a memory foam mattress that if I dunk mm. it in the pool it's gonna act like a sponge and just like expand and soak up all the water life hack absolutely what do you mean life and hack that's how you ruin gets, both a pool and a mattress or or <laughs> it's it's like one of those cartoons where you put the mattress into the pool and it soaks up the entire pool into one mattress. I just said that. Then oh. you, you sleep on it. In the pool, in the pool. Oh, now, that's okay. where you live. That's where you, it, you stay, you stay in the pool. You know what? Probably if you put one of those mattresses that just float, I would guess like you would, you could try to get the water in there and it just, you just wouldn't someone please try this and tell us how it goes and please I'm, don't put we no, are not liable for any mm-mm, damages mm-mm. um this is on you Do, but tell us how it went no 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 no, no. you really shouldn't uh, i think that no. would that would be a bad idea the the point is though that um it's about to get real toasty uh which means it's perfect corn weather we heard from our listener haroldina who wrote in uh, and says typewriter. So that's one for the typewriters. Uh, I don't, the I don't understand how people eat typewriter eaters. style, though. 
of of the. Doesn't world. it just all get in your fangs, like in, into your into the the incisors? Like, how do, you gotta you gotta use your front your front teeth. You gotta look at Kyle when he's chewing through a clear water bottle, and you can he's like sticking his lips out there, and you. That's I think how you I do think it. everyone can just you just imagine in your mind what's what that's like. <laughs> I'm. I'm sure most folks can. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's still two to one, right? We're, we're both around the world, folks. And we have one typewriter. My, oh, no. You know what? My wife says it depends. And I asked her, what does it depend on? And she goes, I don't know. So I, I guess she's a, she's a wild card. She can go uh, typewriter. She could go around the world. She could go around the world with a typewriter and write about her travels. I, you know what? I would also accept if you decide to turn the corn from being horizontal to being vertical corn. And if you decided to do around the world, but vertically with the corn, that's still, that's sort of sideways typewriter, but vertical around the world. Just like, it's a big slot. Yeah. You, yeah. You just <laughs> As go, you drag you it go, through your teeth. You go pole to pole, but with. <laughs> You know, it's it's just a oh, straight straight away with your teeth, and they you just go around the top, right? You go. <laughs> it just reminds me of all of those uh, those Shack commercials in like 1997 about Taco Bell tacos, where he has to turn his neck to eat the tacos. Yeah, um, and then he had right. Taco Neck, and then it was like a mm-hmm. big, it was like this big promotional thing, and they they'd show yeah. him in a game, and he's got his neck all cockeyed trying to shoot free throws, and he's like, "That's why Not- I can't make any." No, it is. It is why he could make them. So that's why he continued to eat tacos. Oh, oh so you're, you're right. You're, you're right, mis, right. You're right. You're misremembering the the whole the whole uh, the whole commercial. Well, then the I, whole, I'll just say that it, it all concluded with the Taco Bell uh, movie tie-in promotion with Godzilla, 1998's Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Some say the worst Godzilla unrelated. film ever created, and I say the movie that I used to fall asleep to uh, in middle school. I used to put that in my little VCR uh, TV and I'd fall asleep. And about the time that Godzilla makes landfall in New York, I'd be asleep. So I just watched that guy running down the dock. Remember that? He's running down the dock, the fisherman. He's like, I'm going to run away. Godzilla couldn't kill him. He's immortal. Uh, What the? Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Could I have the Taco Bell instead, please? No, in fact, uh, what you probably want is the Microsoft Xbox Series X mini fridge. Which is real now. It appear it appears it is. I'm having I'm having a, a bit of a uh trouble. I suppose understanding the actual size of this, I have not seen a Series X in person before. Uh-huh. Is it the size of a beverage can, or is it larger than that? How many beverage cans can fit inside of this mini fridge? So is my, it a one-for-one recreation of the gaming system? My guess, but with cold things in it. My guess is it's like a two-for-one because I think that the the Series X. Is about the size of the trash can Mac Pro, um, and in this mm. in this image they show they've got two shelves for soda cans, and then the top shelf is like a half shelf where the soda can is horizontal. So it's like two and a half 
can sizes worth inside the box with a little bit of cans. We should say 12 ounce cans. 12 ounce cans. Yes. Sorry. Not like pints. Not not uh, any not like 20 ounce or anything like that. Um, And then it has a little bit of a ridge around or like a border around all of the shelves. So that is another uh, maybe maybe a full size cans uh, height. So I guess that's three to three and a half cans high, which is what uh, two two feet ish, maybe a foot and a half. Okay. I don't I don't know I don't know measurements. Maybe I should read the article and see if they actually tell me. I don't think they do, but what matters is that there probably is the possibility that you would get the two of them mixed up one way or the other. Fine with me. I don't have either. Fair. So now then you would never you would never get it mixed up. You just have one for beverages and not another one. You'd only have the beverage one. <laughs> or or I would get the I would get the mini fridge and then I would keep forgetting that it's just a mini fridge and it's I didn't actually luck out and get a uh, get an Xbox Series X. And then now I, would, here's, I would try to turn it on and be like, oh, it's only Dr. Pepper. You can only play Dr. Pepper, the game. Actually, you know what? It's a knockoff, so it's uh, Dr. Skipper. Which I prefer. Definitely. Me too. Yeah, way more than than the, the, the original. The Skipper is the, the doctor. So here's the thing that Microsoft is not saying that this is for, but in my opinion, is the exact use case for this. What you do is you have your Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. It's supply constraints. Hmm. Don't have to worry about them. You got one. It's already there. Mm-hmm. Then you order your Xbox mini fridge. You put them next to each other. Now, what you do with the Xbox mini fridge is you take the controllers from the Xbox Series X and you put them inside the mini fridge to keep them cold so that every time you go to play a game, you start with a nice, fresh, cold controller that stays cold longer in your hands and doesn't get sweaty. This is the always cold Xbox controller, cold troller would be my pitch for the name, uh, that you can use to keep your controllers fresh. If I was on, if I was a Shark Tank judge right now, I would kick you out of the building. (laughs) You don't call it cold troller. It's this... <laughs> this is my startup. I'm pitching my startup to you right now. Okay. Are you buying? Then, no. Uh first question. The controller doesn't get hot. Why why are your hands so sweaty? I'm playing real hard. Your your hands are the hot part. The controller has nothing to do with that. If the controller was cold and your hands were hot, you would transfer the hotness to the controller and it would cool down the controller or sorry it would heat up the controller actually and it would just create an equilibrium still get sweaty after a while number two which is why you cycle them you put one in the in the fridge how many controllers do i have to buy you've you've got two always cycling two okay and they keep swapping between plus now now that you've got the xbox series x xbox mini fridge (laughs) series cold trollers the cold trollers have embedded 
frozen packs in them so <laughs> even that, more frozen even more so cold troller when you put them when you put them in the fridge they get cold and stay cold longer right and then when your hands start melting the cool packs it, the the condensation and and it it leaks into the internals of your controller and then it kills the controller and you have to buy more i didn't are you are you trying to pitch it to the shark tank or <laughs> no, are you, i am the shark tank so you're the one are you okay welcome right. to this so very wet shark tank we are sharks <laughs> we're here we in don't the- like this <laughs> We're cold. We're cold water sharks. We, we only and we don't, we don't like this. We don't like the product. We only like to eat humans. Stop giving us technology. Just bring us more humans. I thought maybe you would want, you know, cold humans. I could keep them in the fridge if you'd like. That would. <laughs> That's too small a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> not, not if you chop them up. Oh my god. are today's headlines speaking of feeling like you've been like you've been (laughs) chopped up google uh, they love to chop up their applications into all sorts of little pieces and then try and put them back together but they they just can't they can't ever are you do you want me to read this okay yeah okay (laughs) Good intro. Uh, yeah, Google is officially making its workspace suite of apps available to all users with a Google account instead of limiting it to just the folks who use apps through their employers. Nearly 3 billion users will use, sorry, with Google accounts now have access to the company's new version of Gmail, Docs, and Chat. That's right, Google Hangouts is no more. It is now Google Chat. Wasn't it Google Chat in the beginning, and then they changed it to Hangouts? No, no. Meet? No. Meet a Hangout. You chat? I don't know. The change for those uh, who have been using Google Hangouts to chat could either be a cure-all for Google's messaging woes, or yet another, and this is actually the more likely case, it's another Google shift that will only serve to confuse the hell out of everyone. It's a family-friendly show. I can't. It's a... I didn't think we were anyway. Um, I H E double hockey sticks. There you go. I uninstalled the Hangouts application from my phone the moment that this was announced. I there is literally one chat going in Google Hangouts and Google Chat with friends from high school, from elementary school. What? And all I post in that chat room are pictures of chip bags that I'm going to review as a part of our Patreon feed. That is all. (laughs) And they're like, I remember Kyle from elementary school. He was the chip guy. That's all I post in there. The 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 chat room is called Bizarre Chips. And that's (laughs) all we do. And life updates, you know, just like the important stuff. Mostly. (laughs) Nope, nope. Still just uh, chips to my elementary folks. I have probably 10 years of chip photos in that group. Look, uh, Google, if you're listening, please don't lose that. I don't know. Maybe it's gone now. Now that they've transferred no, over from Hangouts to chat. 10 years? 10 years of chips. Wow. 
You know, they should have like a like a check-in app for chips. Maybe. That might be um <laughs> I can't contain my laughter. <laughs> speaking speaking of uh chips. Nah. Okay. Amazon Prime Day 2021 is around the corner and boy do we love Prime Day here at the more the good stuff morning show program. It's Prime 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 Deals Deals Prime 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 Deals <laughs> That's the best one. What deals? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's from tw- that's six years old. That's from 2015. What? Wasn't that the uh, first Prime Day? Yes, yes, yes. Definitely, Wait, yes. Okay, so Prime Day uh, 2021 is Monday, June 21st. It begins at 12 a.m. Pacific or 3 a.m. Eastern, and it continues through. 12 a.m. Pacific on Tuesday, the 22nd. So a full 24 hours, right? Is that what they're saying? Not not 48 well, hours. Uh, yes, but they've already started some of the deals. Yeah. Deals are here. So wait, I was uh, I was trying I was trying to to preempt this. Yeah. Can can we can we work towards uh this is me pleading to Kyle. Can we work towards remixing that track? And actually making it you singing Friday, but Prime Day, and not as a joke. Do we have to hit another Patreon goal for this? It's only a week away. Less than a week away. Yeah! All right. All right. Okay. I, I, can, I can be convinced. I... Uh, we will need to get in touch with Rebecca Black and okay. uh, find out if it's okay for us to parody that particular uh, song uh, first, and then um, we'll 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 go from there. Oh, actually, you know, I did actually talk to her already. Um, yeah, because i i was I was already planning to ask you this, and she said, "Do it." So we're gonna do it. That was her, by the way. Do it. Yeah. Her, her voice was- got really deep. Yeah, you I, you were able to uh, to call them on the phone very quickly. I was I was very surprised at that. So, okay, tell uh, us about Prime Day, Kyle. Prime Day is coming. Uh, Amazon, the company, has some new uh, deals that are a bit early. Well, uh, you're, you're vamping. I know you're products. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Just to open up the link and read whatever the first word is. <laughs> I was I was looking for Prime Day from listen, what Amazon the company. <laughs> I, I was trying to. I was gonna make the joke that I found another phone call from Rebecca Black, you and were I was gonna looking pl- for more. I was I was looking I was looking for. 
I was looking for the video that Santa recorded. Oh, um, okay. And that was going to be like, that, that's I like was, your trump card, huh? I was anytime. Anytime much, they're like, oh, he came up with a good bit, but I got this one. <laughs> I got Santa to record a message for my brother. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, <laughs> then I would tell, much. and then I would say, <laughs> I, can't, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna I'm gonna look for it. Let's I'm just say, find it. Okay, so if it's you worth, are, it's worth it. You okay, know what? Fine. Keep, Forget it. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, if if you are, oh, 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 oh. hi Kenny, it's me, Santa Claus, calling from the North Pole. <laughs> I'm so happy to talk to you, Kenny. Now, you know what day is almost here? Yes, that's right. It's Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Kenny, now that you're 25 years old, oh I wanted God. to let you in on a Christmas secret. How you're doing on my naughty and nice list. <laughs> Won't that be fun? First of all, you're doing a great job taking care of Garka. <laughs> the elves in the workshop have been talking about it for weeks. Oh, and Mrs. Claus was so happy to hear how well you've been coming up with trivia questions, reading the National Day, and being a soundboard. Kenny... You're well on your way to the nice list. <laughs> now there's one thing I need you to work on, Kenny. Please get more sleep. And something about eating sardines. Could you do that for me? Oh, of course you can. I think there's no question about it, Kenny. You have made it to the nice list. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I am so proud of you. Kenny. <laughs> what a pause. <sighs> anyway, so that's uh, Prime Day. My head is killing Am- me. A- <laughs> laughing way too hard. Amazon has some items that are now on sale through Prime Day. It's all their stuff. It's their Echo Buds for 80 bucks. It's their Halo, which is the like wearable thingy, the, the ring like, wrist wrist strappy thingy. Oh, okay. No, it's it's just the, the wrist one. OK, uh, the Echo Show for 45, the Echo Dot for 50. <sighs> so, so if you are if you are like completely. Amazon yeah, if you are totally products. in the Amazon ecosystem yeah. and Alexa is your overlord of calendars and scheduling and timers and uh lights and everything like that then prime day is awesome right prime day is like i'm gonna upgrade everything in my house for 300 dollars. i have 40 items and i can do it on a budget right because prime day is them i don't know offloading a bunch of their inventory right to make room for future generations uh, absolutely right yeah so um especially if you've been a holdout on like a generation or two of the echo show or the dot or whatever like that. Uh, you know, this is great for you. If you're not, if you're not even in uh, a, a smidgen of the Alexa ecosystem, if you have, if you have one product or if you have no products, prime day is kind of weird, right? Prime day is like, I saw this on sale four months ago and then it went off sale and now it's back on sale because it's prime day. That's good. I guess. I guess I could just wait another four months and it's going to go back on sale for the same price. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to me. Prime Day is just weird. Point taken! You know what else is weird? 
Nintendo's kind of no, weird. No, Nintendo's awesome. Well, no, they're kind of weird. They're li- they're slightly odd. Um, but On here's purpose. everything. Yes, absolutely. Um, here is everything that Nintendo announced at E3, including a new Zelda trailer for Breath of the Wild. To spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert! You, they made a second one. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. Okay. I tell. I already. I'm. I already said it. So I guess I. Oh. It, Okay. Roll the tape back, wipe your mind. Uh, this is, we are going to skim this. I just wanted to see which ones you're interested in and whether or not 11 years after its release, if I should be interested in the Nintendo Switch uh, or not. How many years? Not sure. Okay. It's a, it's a blur. It's a blur. Um, okay. Yeah. I haven't, I, I acquired a Nintendo Switch on launch out of sheer luck and i've been enjoying it since day one i think my wife and i only play first party games we only play you know zelda we only play mario i think we have mario kart not a lot of or actually i think any third party games so the nintendo portion of e3 is always like i don't know it's 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 special because it's where they show off their like i said first party games which don't get a lot of uh coverage because it's you know, Nintendo makes the software and the hardware um, on these big games. So this is this is good. This is good for them. This this showing it at this E3. So here's here's number one. Like you said, Breath of the Wild 2 uh, sequel to the launch game for the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Make sure I get that out right. Next game is Metroid Dread. Um, this one is actually 2D, not like Metroid Prime on the GameCube, which was a 3D first person shooter. This one's uh, uh, 2D. Metroid game for the first time in 19 years. Um, Nintendo says that they're actually still working on the new Metroid Prime, the first person shooter, but that's coming in the future, I guess. But this hmm. one, Metroid Dread is like, I don't know, a, a successor to Super Nintendo Metroid, which was all side scrolly bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> next, they've got a new WarioWare, which is like a... Uh, I don't know, like a generation defining game on each of their generational consoles. Um, every every I think like the DS had one. Uh, I can't remember the other ones. I never played it, but apparently mm, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's mini games, right? I have no idea. OK, cool. Um, they've got let's see. Let's go through here. Any of these other ones I recognize Advance Wars. Reboot. So uh, the Game Boy Advance, when it launched in 2000, 2001, maybe they had mm-hmm. a game called Advance Wars and uh, now they're like remake not remaking it. What's what's the no, I guess it's remake like remix, right? Like remaster remaster. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Remix, remake, remaster. It's exactly what we're going to do to our Prime Day song. Bring it back. Remaster it. Remaster. It'll get a second season. They showed off some other games. Um, They showed a new trailer for the Mario Golf, which I think is amazing. And only because I played Mario Golf on the GameCube 20 years ago. So a new Mario Golf is very intriguing to me. Not to my wife. And she doesn't want me to spend money on a Mario Golf game. I'm going to anyway. 
Yeah, I I guess the the thing is like for first party games, like the things that are made from Nintendo Nintendo's own studios, um, they tend to be pretty good, buttoned up, like good oh, yeah. examples of the games that that you'd want to play. Oh yeah, on that console. Um, do you feel like they're getting away from using those motion controllers in the way that they had? kind of marketed it as at the very beginning and it's pretty much just a regular old console now i think so um i think the given that they basically made it one big slab on the the new version that they put out oh the the switch mini or whatever light or whatever it yeah, is switch yeah. light um yeah i mean the the motion control it always felt like a gimmick when they launched it it always felt like well, it's the Wii, but it's still it's it's a powerful console, but we still have like Wii stuff that we're joining in with it. But the problem is that those controllers, those Joy-Cons, what they call them, they're too small for adult hands. If I was a kid going through this generation, uh, it'd be great because I think I think it'd be perfect for me. But the problem is that I have giant adult hands that can crush a Joy-Con. <laughs> With my giant fingers, it doesn't. It I don't have. I don't know. I don't. I'm not the market for for this product unless no. Well, unless unless I'm using one of their like pro controllers as and it and it sits in the dock on my TV and that's no. Nope. That's how nope. I. That's how I've been playing it for four years. That's not. That's not the solution here. Okay. I have it. Nintendo. Nintendo Shark Tank. I have it. What you do? You shrink people's you, hands exactly you put them into the cold xbox refrigerator oh my god again with the xbox fridge they shrink and then you can play what's shrinking my hands the fridge the proprietary shrinking technology of the xbox series x mini fridge you've never tried putting your hands in the fridge and seeing what happens yours shrink they do You've never tried it. Stop talking. <laughs> Let's move on to this next story. Kyle, once you once you lead into it, uh, what I was going to oh, say. Sorry, were you going to keep talking about <laughs> your shrinking hands? What? What I was going what I was going to talk about was just make instead of shrinking your hands, just make the switch the size of a cutting board so that I can grab it. And it's like holding like the the Joy-Cons are the size of uh, an actual brick. I want them to be the size of just two bricks. If the Joy-Cons were the size of my iPhone, I could get into that. But they're like half that size. That's just a Wii. That's just a Wii. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. I thought that was a a that was a good form factor for my for my grip. But the Joy-Cons are just too tiny. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, uh, nope. Don't don't have anything. Uh, Luminar is using lidar to help build the quote uncrashable car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I saw this headline and I took it as a challenge. Uh, definitely a challenge yeah. to uh, find ways to possibly. <laughs> crash this car oh there's so many ways 
in a in an absolutely safe manner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we've got to find a way to okay. make this happen. Okay. So, so what is Luminar? Uh, they're a company that makes these lidar sensors. Uh, who who added the lasers? L- Luminar did to the car, and it's a little different than normal uh, lidar sensors, which this article points to them uh, being spinning Kentucky Fried Chicken buckets. Uh, I mean that which, that is that is accurate. Pretty pretty close. Yeah, whenever we saw those early early days on the uh, Lexus cars and everything else that were spinning around pretending like they were driving themselves they definitely look like like chicken buckets on the uh on the cars well that technology is is still being used like on the waymo minivans and the the driverless cars yes in mountain view the difference here is that this company's laser sensors are embedded in the roof uh of i guess these volvo vehicles that they're using to to trial it and they use different kinds of sensors that use longer waves of laser light uh, that are 1,550 nanometers instead of the 905 nanometers, which means they can use different equipment. Hopefully it's cheaper. Hopefully it's better. And the thought is that they'll be able to spot even smaller and low reflective objects like dark colored cars, animals, children uh things like that from further dis- distances than the current versions can right which which allows the ai or the computer to make decisions better sooner sooner yeah. better for longer or right. whatever right. right so become more informed as it's driving around that's the thought at least right but oh yeah but here we here's a scenario, right? It's the trolley I, problem. It uh, yes. Is it still a trolley problem when the trolley problem has twice as long to decide what it's going to do? I mean, it's the trolley problem is one of two Can options. Can the trolley? Right? Yes, but I think the point is it nullifies the trolley problem because if you can stop the trolley, then it's no longer the trolley problem. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying, or what what maybe you, you're what, inferring what from this, this article is mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. the because there's going the, to be springs in the wheels that let the trolley <laughs> bounce over the people, <laughs> the crowd of gadget. people. Yes, that is what I'm proposing. No, exactly. Okay. I didn't know that you were going to get it exactly right in one, <laughs> but you did. I'm I'm so surprised. Uh, um, surprise. Surprised. Good. Uh, okay, so what you're what you're saying and what maybe what this article is trying to allude um, to or at is that if you can have a higher res or a, a further distance image on your lidar, you can spot things quicker, and you can slow down or stop the vehicle before it arrives at an obstacle or at um, a warning or you know a, an object not to hit. But that doesn't stop it from things that come into view well before that 500 meter whatever distance, right? You can have a car dart right in front of you and 500 meters isn't going to matter much with five meters of of uh, laser distance, right? So calling it an uncrashable car 
is such a that's such a bold claim it's a challenge it, it's it's a very singular focused claim right it's very like it's the uncrashable car it will never run into an obstacle on a normal street that okay. isn't moving sure yeah but have you ever driven downtown anywhere the rules are out of the window there there are no there are no warnings everything is a wild card when you're driving downtown right anything can happen anyone can step out uh, onto the street any car can come zooming through a red light it you can't plan for that kind of stuff you can only program your ai after it sees it right what do you this throw a bunch also, of scenarios where uh, oh the guys the guys on a skateboard and he's running right into the car what's the car gonna do eat it and it explodes in your mouth well that's an eating car <laughs> the, car- <laughs> the, the thing that i'm thinking that's the trolley is- problem the car absorbs the skateboarder <laughs> into its eats- grill and just eats it and it explodes beca- in the car's mouth. oh okay yeah i get i mean i was gonna say he becomes a <laughs> he becomes a passenger in the car but no he explodes <laughs> clean up the inside of the car now you know how it feels. Okay. The the thing I'm imagining is what is Final Destination 7 going to be like? Where? Wait, there were six of them, right? I thought there were five of them. Were there five? Okay, six. How are there more Fast and Furious movies than Final Destination movies? Yeah. Yeah, what's that about? Why don't they should they should collide those universes, right? absolutely dom should become like the the sentient uh final destination character who's like i can see everyone's deaths and then yeah. become like the ultimate racer perfect that i i am ready for that crossover what okay. i want to see though is a truck carrying 500 meter long uh pipes <laughs> half a kilometer half a kilometer long pipes how long is this truck crash explode and then the the pipes go careening into the vehicle and it doesn't have doesn't have the you you are only you are only interested in final destination 2 where the logs (laughs) fall off the back of the truck (laughs) and you know you know i think about that every single time i see a truck that has anything off the back and and how that's going to make it's gonna every millennial does you know why? You Eat know it why? And it explodes in your mouth. Because Final Destination Two had a marketing uh, campaign, which was like on every single channel. It didn't matter if you're watching Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, MTV, CBS, the Weather Channel. It was on every channel, and it showed the same exact scene of the logging truck losing its logs and careening down the freeway as people were like, "I don't have brakes. I only have a steering wheel." And it just slams right into that guy, right? And I never saw it. I never saw it either. Yeah. Maybe was it we two? Need to was it three? I don't know. It wasn't we, the one with the roller coaster. Patreon.com slash good stuff. We'll do a movie night and watch Final Destination one, two, and three. And back four and back. five. Who knows? And we'll watch every f- single one. And then we'll change over to the Fast and the Furious franchise and we'll find ways to connect the two universes and then we'll write our fan fiction yes absolutely uh speaking of movie snacks girl scouts uh they're stuck with over 15 million boxes of unsold cookies are they also, all tagalongs because i'll take all of them it's a challenge 
I'm also taking this, uh, the New York Times, as a challenge. Um, so 12 million of them, uh, of those 15 million, never left the bakery warehouses in Kentucky and Indiana. And in a statement on Tuesday. Okay, so yesterday. they just have a huge stockpile of cookies that are just getting stale, right? Yes, but if they had the Xbox fridge, oh they God. could keep... They need 15 million they could shrink Xbox them down fridges and make it easier to eat. Nope, nope, nope. You need 15 million of these Xbox fridges now to be shipped out to Kentucky and Indiana. You need to put one box. I think it would probably only fit one box of Thin Mints, I would assume. Thin Mints? Get out. Tagalongs all day. But you need the Thin But the Thin Mints are the they're the ones that wait, have wait, the wait, mint wait, 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 flavor. Wait. You know, the the good toothpaste flavor. Oh, my gosh. We talked about the... Kyle and I got together this weekend, and Kyle and I uh, reminisced about the things that we used to eat as kids, and I pointed out that Kyle... Kyle's candy of choice growing up, and get this, everybody, listeners, Kyle's candy of choice was the York Peppermint Patty. He got the candy uh, gasp. that every grandma would buy at the at the stand. And then they're like, look at this little seven-year-old. Get the York peppermint patty. What? Hi, Mom. Hope you're still listening. Yeah, and she'd still buy it for you, even though she's like, do you have reading glasses, little boy? Is it because you... It's soft? Is it because it's soft? It's toothpaste. If you didn't brush your teeth that day and you had a York peppermint patty, you'd be good. Solid replacement. It's not like it's not like it's crushed up breath mints inside, like covered in chocolate. You tell me it's not. Go ahead. Eat one and tell me that's not just crushed up Altoids. Go ahead. I dare you. Somebody go out there and buy buy a single York peppermint patty from your local gas station. Eat it at the check stand guess how many looks you're gonna get a bunch people are like ew what is this what's going on over here and kyle was a child when he liked it he still <laughs> like those I, <laughs> love them oh my I gosh we're never gonna get a promotion from them <laughs> i need to i need to know um what size if you were to have a york peppermint patty what would be the size that's the appropriate york peppermint patty size the, because the novelty five pound york peppermint patty <laughs> The 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 one that when you that when you break it in half, it it just like it hisses like a like a Casper mattress opening up as soon as you slice open the package. <laughs> Casper the ghost comes out. Wow. Um, Gasp. Anyway, yeah, it really, it's got to be the full sized ones, right? Like the full sized. What does you, that mean? You, full size. What is a full? What is that? What? Go ahead. Go ahead. The, show, the us full show us on camera that no one full, else can see. It's the size of like a wallet. It's a full sized York peppermint patty. I would say it's maybe two and a half inches, three inches in diameter. Okay. It's maybe a three quarters of an inch thick. Um, Ugh. And when you when you break it in half, it does make a noise. Yeah, it's the demons escaping. It, 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 it like hisses lightly uh, at you <laughs> in disapproval. Every time you crack open a York peppermint patty, 
a snake gets its angel wings. <laughs> This is today's special. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> We're gonna do this until you remember. <laughs> the secret podcast oh, oh, oh. Hi, Kenny. It's me, Santa Claus, calling from the North Pole. I'm so happy to talk to you, Kenny. <laughs> now, do you know what day is almost here? Stop it. Yes, that's right. It's Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. We're going to do it. We're going to do that until you get it right. I can't remember. I know. I know. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. No, 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 no. No, you'll what's, get next time. What's the first line? The next time that we do an episode, you'll have another chance. <laughs> it's every time it's like a pop quiz. That's right. Today's special is fudge. Is that it, how we do it? Is it the we don't. Oh, you don't know either. <sighs> Oh boy. It's National Fudge Day, everybody. Mm. Why do we love today? Why do we love Fudge Day? Well, I'll tell you why, Kyle. The varieties are mind boggling. Chocolate is probably the most well known flavor of fudge simply because chocolate itself is so universally beloved. Besides chocolate and its variations like chocolate peanut butter, chocolate mint, chocolate cherry, chocolate walnut, yeah, chocolate, chocolate mint. That's what I'm talking um, about. Barf. You can pig out on pumpkin pie, walnut, sorry, maple walnut, even better, vanilla, coconut, blueberry, cherry, raspberry, cheesecake, uh, cookie dough, gingerbread, armoretto, Kahlua. Need we go on? No, because suffice it to say that unless you had your sweet tooth extracted by the dentist at a very young age, which I might have, you're going to find a flavor of fudge that appeals to you. There isn't really a tooth in your mouth that's a sweet tooth, right? No, there's two teeth and I got both of them removed. Where is it? It's in your elbow. Oh, the teeth are in your elbow? (laughs) That's how they That's when you resorb your twin. And you have teeth growing out of other limbs. Elbow? No, you can't. No, you can't. I'm sure there. I'm sure there are documented cases of people who have absorbed their twin and have hair and teeth growing out of some other part other than their mouth. Uh, Here's another reason why we love today, Kyle. It's surprisingly easy to make fudge. (laughs) Let's get back to the fudge. Yeah. Did you know? Uh huh. Perhaps it's because it's closer kin to candy than other treats like cookies or cakes. Fudge has a reputation for being finicky and difficult to make, but uh, that may well stem from its late 19th century history, which uh, when it often would make or would have been made on a wood-fired stove and without the benefit of candy thermometers. Nowadays, we have precise temperature control, a duh, accurate measurement and ingredients like corn syrup, marshmallow fluff, and condensed milk that make whipping up a batch of fudge a veritable Thanos snap. Then you only get half the fudge. Then the fudge is gone, and then it's a it's a blip of fudge. Maybe a blip of it. fudge. That mm-hmm. is the name of today's episode. No one's going to get it. it Actually, you know, like- it's really hard to uh, look at the word snap and not think of Thanos. Like, I have such Infinity War and, and MCU brain that even the just the word snap. That, you know what? It's weird, right? Good, good on you because at least you haven't been totally brainwashed by like all of social media and uh, technology media 
thinking like when I see Snap, I think of the Snap company and those oh, ding like dang glasses that they yeah. The, oh no, because they they decided oh, no 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 like the chat part is we can't have that attached to our name anymore. We're just Snap. Right. That's all we do. Just all the way down down the hallway, but just but, over and yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Over. You have to you have to do that, or you can't work here. Um, but I don't know. It's my wife and I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok last night for the first time in maybe a year. We love that movie. It is fantastic. Watching it over again, it, Taika Waititi is a genius. I don't know why they waited so long to allow him to direct a movie, but it was perfect. Perfect tone. Perfect production uh, it's great um but it just put me again into like infinity war brain and i had just read an article about uh somebody who had their uh significant other watch through all the mcu up to infinity war and then they had them watch infinity war okay <laughs> and then they watched uh endgame and reading about it was like i want to have that experience again do you remember? Do you remember where you were, or the first time that you watched Infinity War and you got to the end? I'm not going to spoil it because there might be somebody out there who is in this boat. Do you remember how you felt? Because I remember how I felt, and I wish that I could watch it all over again and have that same experience because it was the best. It was the best theater experience I've ever had. Now you know how it feels. Very close to the experience of going to watch uh, Star Wars Episode 7 in theaters and watching the Lucasfilm thing and then... Oh, go ahead. Play the horns. Oh, it's it's gone. It's the, the iCloud sync issue. Now, oh, it's downloaded. Anyway. Yeah, I kind of wanted... I. It's weird. I, I want to have my my memory erased so I could watch uh, infinity war and Endgame again because they were, it was such a good experience. This is completely not related to fudge. I'm so sorry. We've got such a tangent or is it <gasps> related to fudge completely? Oh no, no, it's not. Sorry. Okay. Oh, gasp. It's not. <laughs> so, so go out there, eat some, uh, eat some fudge. I don't know. I, I kind of want the chocolate cherry fudge now, or or Kahlua. Do you, is is or, is fudge something you go for? Because I don't. I'll be honest. Mm. Whenever I see it, it looks like. And when you say you don't like York peppermint patties, fudge looks like you could build a house out of it. Like <laughs> it's either it's like Egyptian bricks. No, 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 no. Mesopotamia bricks. I just don't think that it would be tasty and I it looks <clears throat> like it's dry. Oh, uh, yeah, you can have yeah, if you don't make it right. My my in-laws uh they like to bake and they make fudge. And uh yeah, I've learned or to like is, it. Is, is, is fudge just like a brownie that didn't rise? <laughs> Unfinished brownie. Yeah, sure, Kyle. Go, it's go like with you it. Poured, you poured brownie into the container and you said, actually, I'm done. I don't want to bake it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave it in here and I'm not going to touch it again. <laughs> and then we're going to leave it out and it's going to get hard. It's going to get stale. And then it'll get stale and then we'll eat it. Yeah, there you go.
You you just found out fudge. Is that fudge? Did I fudge? Uh, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. The thing that uh, I I get reminded of when I think of fudge is going to uh, what was it? What's it called? Old Sacramento, Old Town Sacramento, like like the the touristy places in California that are reminiscent of like gold rush places. Um, they tend to have like candy shops at every single one of these tourist locations. And mm. every time they've got like, uh, I don't know, a football field's worth of fudge varieties. Cause that seems to be what people made in 1849. Sure. So, uh, that's what I get reminded of. Hey, you want a different variety of fudge? Sure. Let's also go pan for some gold. I, if that was how you found fudge and it was more of like a fat, like a, you harvest the fudge or you uncover the fudge from the river. Um, uncover the fudge. What, what is this river made of? You, it's chocolate. It's a chocolate river. Oh, so, okay. So we're at, we're at Willy Wonka's factory. And that's where the fudge comes from. What was the kid's name who fell in the water or the, the river? I have no idea. You do have an idea, Kyle. I know you do. I played a character that didn't exist. <laughs> he existed in, in the book, though, right? Nope. Oh, didn't hold exist. on. Are you telling me that in seventh grade, was it seventh listen, grade or eighth grade? Listeners, listeners, <laughs> this is what happened. So in, in seventh grade, we had a production of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that we did at my school and there were tryouts and people get cast for roles. Those are called auditions, by the way, whatever tryouts. (laughs) I had to kick a ball. It was odd. They they made me run laps. And so (laughs) I could bench press so much. I got the lead role. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they, that's how they did it. And so, I had just got off of a couple of other productions where I had played the Tin Man. I had played some some leading roles. Gee, I, had, I, I wonder had which play that was. I had previously that was also Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Death of a Salesman. I had, I, I had just played FDR in Annie as well, and so. Oh yeah, that's right. So I I had been in these roles. That's where why I was, you like York Peppermint Patties. You played an old man. <laughs> All right. You know what? So, (laughs) so I think this is, I don't have corroboration for this story. Yeah. I can't help you. I think that they were trying to find something for me to do that was also acting again, but it was like, we got to get you some stage time, right? Oh, cause you are a hot commodity. FDR, Tin Man. They're like, this audience is coming to see one person. It's we got to get we got to get Steve Carell in here somewhere. <laughs> we need we, we need Garko Carell in the production in a role. And so what they did for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was, in my opinion, made up a role and allowed Mike TV to take two parents into Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, which explicitly <laughs> says you can go with yourself 
and one other on the ticket. Somehow, Mike TV found found a way to take both parents. Loophole. So here's my here's my thought. Okay. Perhaps I was a ghost and I never existed. <laughs> and I was only there. I was only there in spirit. Oh, man. That's grim. Which, which would be I would. You know what? Good twist. Potentially good plot twist. Uh-huh. I, I was I was maybe from the past. I was a ghost that was left there. And I joined. I joined the family. Oh, no. Maybe at that point. The, the other option is that, um, well, I don't know. I think they just made it up for me, honestly. I think that's, that's probably what they did. <laughs> moral of the story is... Moral, moral of the story is, like, have some continuity. <laughs> you know? Like, the whole premise of Willy Wonka, like, you can't pass, this can't get by everyone in the... In, audience oh my you can only take everyone's seen the movie you can only bring one parent into or one guardian into the chocolate factory you can't bring two it didn't make any sense no it didn't you're right (laughs) it's just very frustrating that's all anyway well uh next week next week We'll have another episode, but until then, we're actually going to do another one, and it's going to come later this week. So, um, so confusing. I just want to make sure we, we have to talk about a couple uh, ahead of time so that you know that more are coming, is all I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's good lead as we, as we wrap up season one of this show. Oh, boy. Now that we're 420 episodes in. <laughs> Nobody who didn't listen to the pre-show will know about that. Hey, hey, oh, it doesn't matter. Patreon.com slash good stuff. Make sure that you uh, make sure that you, you become a Patreon. A patron. Kyle wants to show you the chips. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>